You are listening to the Walk After Falling podcast. I don't know what kind of struggle you're going through. I don't know what the situation may be, but you serve a mighty God. Happy Monday, everybody. We are back with another awesome guest, one of Catherine's college friends, who we are excited to hear just an awesome uh, story from of just working while waiting, waiting through seasons and just growth in a lot of different areas. So Catherine, go ahead and introduce our guest for us. Yes, Thank you, Brie, for being here, first of all. I miss you. It's been like literally three years since I've seen you. It's so crazy. Um, But yeah, introduce yourself and just kind of share who you are, where you're at right now, what you're doing, and how 2020 has been so far for you. Hi, I'm Brie. Um, I miss you, BK. I know it's been a long time. Hopefully we can meet up again soon, really, um, Mm -hmm. when all this corona stuff stops. But yeah, um, so if any of you don't really know, like I met BK through the Vandy swim team. Um, we competed together there. And then what I've been up to recently, um, I started my grad school program for physical therapy in January of this mm-hmm. year. Um, so that's been, it's been fun. It's been definitely challenging. And then going into spring break, with the whole plan of coming back and then actually never end up coming back to classes Mm -hmm. with Corona has thrown us all for a loop. So right now just really working through that. Um, it's been fun. It's been interesting. It's, I tell the people that I've been talking with, like, it's interesting to try and learn a hands-on profession Mm -hmm. while social distancing and doing it from a, from a computer screen. Yes. Yeah. It makes it very challenging. I know like in my, in my grad program, it's like you you really want to sit like face to face with someone in counseling, but mm-hmm. we just mm-hmm. yeah we're just not having like that opportunity right now, and it's it's making you have to be like creative in the way that you work, especially mm-hmm. like in what you're in, like a hands on profession. It just yeah. yeah, it's it's making us all pivot in different ways. But um, tell us a little bit about after you graduated, just a just a little bit about your relationship and getting married and where you and Casey are at right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I met Casey, my um, junior year in college, we, um, we got engaged my senior year and then we got married, um, maybe five or six months after I graduated. Um, so during that time, sorry, what? I was just going to say you made quick work there, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was, he was on top of it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so we got married and, um, during all that time I was trying to get into PT school. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't the smoothest process to say the least. Mm -hmm. I, um, I had applied at the beginning of my senior year, like everyone does with the hopes of like that first interview they would be like oh yes we want you and then right. it, it would it would be a nice smooth sailing after that but um that first interview I I went I thought they liked me and I thought it was a great fit and then I got the notification like okay no you're going on the wait list mm-hmm. okay fine so then um senior years kept going on and I kept getting these emails from all the other schools I had applied to and they kept saying 
sorry, you're just not the right fit. You're just not the right fit. And like, okay. So it ended up being, um, my last month in college, I got an email from Campbell university here in North Carolina saying they're like, okay, we'd like to have you out for an interview. And so mm-hmm. I thought that was finally like my big break and God being like, okay, this is where you're meant to go. Like, okay, great. So I went um, to my interview a week after graduating and I thought it went well. And then I got that email saying, I'm sorry, but you're put on the wait list again. Wow. So at this point, it's kind of like, okay, am I, am I meant to do physical therapy? Am mm-hmm. I meant to... And is, is this what is God really calling me to do this or is this his sign of like, Hey, like that's not what you're supposed to be doing kind yeah. of a thing. Um, so I ended up reapplying to Campbell just because I'm hardheaded and I was like, no, you know, this is, <laughs> this is what I feel God is really yeah. calling me to do. And, mm-hmm. um, I just, I just felt drawn to the, um, to the program and into physical therapy in general. So, I ended up going back to Campbell for another, for a second interview that next um, application season. And I got accepted in August. Wow. Nice. And so, th- so that was great. Yeah. It was a great relief. Um, the thing about Casey is Casey is in the military. So mm-hmm. there was that uncertainty of where he would be when I started the program, because mm-hmm. um, it, we just weren't sure. And so between August mm-hmm. And, um, October when we got married, I was kind of like, okay, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he wanted to make kind of a career switch in the, in, um, in the army and decided mm-hmm. to go away from infantry. And he wanted to go into psychological operations, mm-hmm. which was great for us because it's all stationed here at Fort Bragg, mm-hmm. which is 30 minutes from Campbell. So yeah. it's like, okay, that would be perfect. Mm-hmm but it wasn't a guarantee. And so like we got married in October and we still had to wait until November for him to actually go to the selection and see if they would want him. And basically it's like a tryout period. Mm -hmm. So he would go there for a week. And then after that week, they either say, yes, we want you or no, you're not what we're looking for kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, for me, it was a stressful period because like I, I was already in the program and I, granted, like I had to wait a whole year to start, but like it was a for sure thing that I was going to be able to go here. Right. And it wasn't a for sure thing that he was going to be able to be in the same location as mm-hmm. me. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like for that whole time, I want to go back to like the uh, the the rejection of the just that whole process you went through first. Um, what like what kept you persevering? Like what your faith in your faith that it was going to work out somehow, or even when you questioned yourself, like what was that thing driving you to just keep persevering and keep going? And then like feeling like that, like everybody's telling you, yeah, you're not the right fit. Cause I I've been through some seasons where like I've had those things go on and it's just like gut punch after gut punch sometimes. So I just, Mm -hmm. I'm so curious to know like what just kept you going. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely my faith in the Lord definitely helped me with that. Um, it definitely was, it was hard, you know. I, yeah. um, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really know for sure, but I just kept feeling this on my heart. This, like, you know, what this is what you're meant to do. And like between mm-hmm. between that first interview and the second interview with Campbell, I did. I went back and I 
and I got more experience with observation mm. hours and just trying to build my repertoire with that, thinking yeah. that it would help me get in. Mm-hmm. But when I went back and I was actually in the clinic, you know, I just felt like this is this is what I want to do. This is yeah. where I feel like I can make the most impact mm-hmm. in in people's lives. You know, like yeah. we're called to we're called to be missionaries for Christ. And I feel like that is this is what I can do to serve him wow. is by mm-hmm. serving others. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And so now fast forwarding again up to now you you got your spot, you're in there. What thoughts are going through your head thinking like, I just got married and I might not even live in the same <laughs> house, state, town, vicinity as my husband? Because mm-hmm. we've had a couple recently on that just went through that kind of thing. So I want to know, like, what were your thoughts going through that? Mm. Oh, I was definitely scared. I mean, I didn't. It was it was nerve wracking to think that like he wouldn't be there, um, mm-hmm. and we had definitely crossed that possibility. Mm. But um, you know, I I continue to just have that trust and that like I feel like I don't know. I live under the assumption that God doesn't put us in places where He doesn't want us to be, mm. and yeah. He does have that like He has that ultimate purpose in mind, and He's not gonna put you there to watch you fail or to watch you go through something that you can't get through. Mm. Just so, um, I, I just, I felt like even if he couldn't be there, maybe even the whole time, I like, I mean, God's, God's there. We, yeah. we can trust and rely on him. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, it was definitely challenging. Yeah. <laughs> and even I feel like that kind of belief is so important when you're married to someone in the military like Mm -hmm. just that constant even though he you know he was switching into something that would station him here it still is that that worry that you're in this field that's literally putting you could be putting your life on the line Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so just kind of talk about that like when you when you first started dating him what were your thoughts on like (laughs) oh my gosh this guy like this guy is in the military (laughs) like what was that like Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I was definitely nervous at first and I have to say, um, funny story. I don't know how many people know this, but I know one person who I'm going to call out does. Um, <laughs> I almost didn't go on my first date with Casey. Yeah. So tell me yeah, more. So tell my, me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. So we had been set up and I hadn't, I hadn't met him yet. And mm. so there was that trepidation. Like, I don't, I don't know this person. Like, mm-hmm. mm, maybe I don't want to, maybe I don't want to. (laughs) And my roommate, um, Mary, she was the one that was like, no, you already told him. Yes. He's coming here to pick you up. You can't back out and like, just not go with him. So Mary's such a gem. (laughs) Yeah, she is. I have, I have to, I have her to thank for like actually pushing me to go on the first date with him. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, when we first started dating, I never really took it much into consideration what his career was. Mm-hmm. But then as we started getting serious, like, okay, yeah, like this, this might be a possibility. And then, um, at the time when we were dating, he was in infantry. So that's definitely a very wow. high risk, high risk position. Um, yeah. and so again, a lot of faith and trust that like, okay, God, this is, I'm leaving this up to you. Like mm-hmm. I'm putting this all in your hands have your way with it um so we got married and then he's like you know what infantry isn't really want 
what I'm looking for right now. So let's mm. try and go this psych- psychological operations. Mm. And um, for me, while there is still that fear that he will be deployed eventually, mm-hmm. and like granted, like we have been significantly blessed that we're married for almost two years now, and yeah. he hasn't had to go on a deployment, which I'm extremely grateful for. Mm-hmm. But now that he's finished all his training for this new job, I know it's I know it's coming. Wow. Um, but knowing that now this is the career where he might not be in those tough situations as much right. is um it's a little bit re- more reassuring. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that has got to be just I cannot imagine. I mean, even Julian sometimes jokes that like what if I joined the police force? And I'm like, you better not like you better not do anything that would ever put yourself in danger. So I just like, I just can't imagine that. But I want you to kind of rewind a little bit back to like Brie as a child and growing up in Oregon and like rural Oregon, right? Not like not Portland, not like these big, you know, fancy, (laughs) fancy things we, we might think of. But um, just kind of talk about growing up in the household you did and how your parents raised you with faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I was an only child. Um, my parents from a very young age, they put me in um, a Christian school because they wanted me to be surrounded by that and mm-hmm. be influenced by, I mean, have positive, positive influences around me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through all that and... I like I accepted Christ at a very young age because I was surrounded by it mm-hmm. and it was because everyone else was doing it. And so like, okay, yes, like this, this is what I believe kind of a thing, mm-hmm. but I don't think, and then, um, go, switching then from going for a Christian school from preschool all the way through 12th grade mm-hmm. and then going to Vanderbilt, which is a very, <laughs> very liberal school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a big switch, but you know, I feel like that's what really, that was what drove me into really pursuing my faith in Christ and like developing my relationship with him is like, it wasn't something that was surrounding me, surrounding me anymore. It wasn't something Mm -hmm. that was really like forced down my throat. Mm -hmm. It was finally like, okay, now that you're on your own surrounded by people that most of the people that don't have the same beliefs as you Mm -hmm. now is your time to really like figure out, is this what you believe? Is this what, Mm -hmm. is this who you are? Is this something that's been, being battle yeah. battle tested for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. exactly yeah Ooh, that might mm. be the uh name of the, this episode um yeah and i you know i feel like when uh, people who are grown up in faith and around faith and it was it was never something you had to really question it was just always it was kind of the water you swam in mm. and mm-hmm. which mm, pun because i know right <laughs> Um, and then you go to, you know, you go somewhere where it's like, you have to keep pursuing it yourself. And it's like, you treading water. (laughs) 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 And, but it's like, you can either go one of two ways. You can kind of ignore it Mm -hmm. or you can run to it. And Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I was on the opposite end. Like I chose to really just kind of set it aside. I chose to ignore it and, I knew it was always there, but it wasn't something I ran into. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you were like the total opposite. And that was always something that I admired about you was mm-hmm. your integrity. And you would never, 
you always stood firm in what you believed and what you what you stood for Mm -hmm. and no amount of like peer pressure or anything surrounding you was ever going to break that down so can you just kind of talk about go ahead Julie. i I think you're getting to that point but i i guess the way that i want to phrase her question is Uh even though she didn't ask it yet (laughs) But that's, that's, that's how much we know each other. No, I'm just messing. But um, the way that I want to phrase what I feel like she's going to ask is like, what do you attest that decision to stay firm in, in those decisions to? Like, what, like, who do you give credit to? What do you give credit to to know? Like, because you could easily go from the background you've come from and say, mm-hmm. oh, fresh start. You know, I'm going from one coast kind of to another. And mm-hmm. I can I can be whoever I want now. I can I can fit in anywhere or just act like somebody totally different. But what attested to your decision to stay firm in who you were, and, or honestly, who you are? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I don't think I could tell you exactly mm. why I did it. Um, well, I think I'm pretty stubborn, so maybe that's also why. <laughs> and once I once I kind of think of something, I'm like you know what, I'm sticking with that decision and that yeah. mindset. But um. I mean, I feel like honestly, it's, it's God. Mm. Like, I don't, I like, if, if I can't come up with an answer about what it actually was and I yeah. feel like it's him, mm-hmm. yeah. it has to be. Yeah, absolutely. And but, even just like yeah. being surrounded by a community like NFCA and having those solid friends like on the team, like Paige mm-hmm. and Mary yeah. and, uh, and having those people lift you up and mm-hmm. support you like talk about that talk about how important that was for you oh it was definitely important and then even going back to freshman year before mary and Paige were on the team um rachel was a big contributor to that mm. she was the one that would that would encourage me to go to church with her and she would come pick me up and we would be able to go to church and then we go get breakfast afterwards so like mm. i think definitely her she was a big influence as well and then yeah like going later on when you guys graduated and left like I had Mary and Paige who were very strong and they helped me um continue in my faith and then also having Courtney there Mm. um our bible study leader was a big help like she was we would spend almost two hours at Mm. sometimes just sitting on the floor after FCA just me her Paige and occasionally Mary and we would just sit there and talk and talk about life and talk about like what God was doing in our lives and kind of reflecting on what was going on mm. and we were there to encourage each other so like at the end of those we would say and i love Paige for this she'd always say okay give me one positive and then one negative that we can um be praying about mm. so oh, she, that was really encouraging she is just the, <laughs> i love her so much i'm getting all gushy yeah. now because yeah. i'm like you know you just think about like Gosh, how much these people like they they mean so so much to you and it's like when you think about your journey through Vanderbilt like maybe maybe like you wouldn't even be the same person if it wasn't for for those people lifting you up and elevating you and holding mm-hmm. you to be accountable in that. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so after Vanderbilt then we, you, you know, we're, we're at the point where you get married now, what is life like when he, within that decision? Cause we didn't get to the point where he found his decision out. So tell us a little bit more about that story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, let's see, we, so his selection date was in November. So we came here, 
um, to North Carolina. He, his, both his parents live here. So we were able to spend Thanksgiving with them. And then right after Thanksgiving, he went and he did his week long, um, recruitment, I guess you could mm. call her like, what is it? Try out, try out. Mm-hmm. So his then, battle test. <laughs> yeah. His battle <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah. So, um, after that, he, he called me the day he found out I was going to pick him up and he's like, I got in and I got in. He's like, okay, great. Like that was a huge weight lifted mm-hmm. off my shoulders. So like, okay, this is, this is pretty amazing that this had to be just a God thing. But yeah. like I was able to get in here and he was able to get here, which the career he's in now, like is all basically here at Fort Bragg. So like mm-hmm. having that reassurance that he's not going to have to like relocate somewhere else midway through my program for the mm. whole three years that I'm in PT school, mm. he will for sure be here at Fort wow. Bragg. So, mm. that's so that's, awesome. so that's another big thing. Mm. Um, so then, yeah, like he got accepted and I didn't start because I had missed that first window with PT school. Mm-hmm. I didn't start for another year. So I mm. had all of 2019 to just kind of hang out with him. And so oh, what we did is like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> And see, that's the thing is like, I went in devastated because like, wow, like I, maybe this isn't what I want. And a lot of self-doubt in myself and my abilities, so, like maybe this isn't what I meant for kind of mm. a thing to like, everything worked out perfectly. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's definitely a God thing. Like, I understand now why you said, wait, you're not going yet. Mm. It's not, it's not a for sure thing. No, it's just a hold on a second. Mm. Like better things are coming for you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 so I was listening to this sermon, uh, about the purpose of pain and it talked about like in the Bible when it says, write your vision and make it plain and be mm-hmm. patient, even if it tarries. And then he broke down like Terry just means like if something's delayed, if something is taking longer than usual and that you just like, just said the perfect example of that. And then he also went on to say that like greatness is manifested in isolation, you know? So Mm. going through that, that period of time where you, even though you had Casey, you know, in a relationship and I'm sure you had a great support system, there's a point where when we go through those types of things, we're so in within ourselves and we're so in our head about them sometimes. I mean, depending on the person you are, but there still is a sense of isolation, like, like this is your life, you know, mm-hmm. so waiting in that time, yeah, it just feels like what you're saying is like, God, it, it might have been delayed, but it's like God gave you time back in the form of enjoying the first year of marriage with your husband, and mm. even around, like, maybe with COVID, I don't know how that's affected you guys in going places, but even in then, like, if you've had to stay home, I know that's even time back that you, you're spending together in some ways, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like I've definitely taken this time and really cherished it because mm-hmm. I, I know like his, his a deployment is coming up. It's not mm-hmm. a matter of if it's a matter of when. So like getting all this time to just spend with him, knowing that like, that's not always going to be the case. I've really, um, I've really enjoyed it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So in that period of, of waiting, you know, the period of waiting to see if you would get into school and then the period to see if he would, if he would get the job, what were the damaging thoughts that were going through your head, either about yourself, the situation, like anything that was just coming at you that was just pulling you down? Um, I think a lot of self-doubt. Like I go back to this, like, am I, am I really good enough for physical therapy? Am I good enough to, to pursue this? Or am, 
um, that sort of thing. Um, I think also one of the damaging thoughts that I have on a continuous basis is just fear, like fear mm. of the unknown. Um, I'm definitely a planner. <laughs> I like, I like to be a little bit in control of what's going on. So like when I don't, when there, when there's the unknown, like I can't, I can't plan for what might happen. Um, it, it is definitely nerve wracking for me. So like, yeah. Mm. Um, I like, I like security. Mm. I think mm-hmm. is a big thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. on the other side of that, like what is your true North, whether it's changed, whether it's been different, um, what are the things that you are hopeful for, even if those things that you can picture in the unknown, like what if those come to pass him being deployed, um, you know, just anything like that. What are, mm-hmm. what, what do you hold on to? Um, well, I definitely hold on to my faith. Um, there's one verse that I wanted to share that like, I, I don't know how long I've, this verse has definitely been something that I've referred to even when I was a little kid kind of a thing. I don't mm-hmm. remember where I heard it, but it really stuck out to me. It's Psalm 56, three, when I am afraid I put my trust in you mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And so that's what I'll just, I'll say over and over in my head, just kind of re- reminding myself like, Hey, like things might not be in my control, but you're in control. Mm-hmm. Um, and then definitely like, as I've gotten to know Casey, he's definitely been my rock through all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of one of the scary things about when he is going to be deployed is that, especially with this first, I'm now in my third semester of PT school. The first semester was like a roller coaster and like having mm-hmm. him there to like help ground me and be like, Hey, you got this. You're okay. Like, don't, don't let your emotions and your anxiety like get the best of you mm-hmm. um, has definitely helped me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. How do you guys, how have you two married your faith together? Because a marriage is coming together in so many ways, but faith is mm-hmm. a huge one. So how has that been a cornerstone of your marriage? Um, it's definitely, it's definitely something that we're still working on even like, mm. well, well, right now with COVID, it's kind of hindered us. But the first things we did when we got married is we wanted to find a church that we could both really like ground ourselves in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, of course, has kind of been a little bit of a challenge right now. Mm-hmm. But um, he'll really remind me when things get rough, like who our God is. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll remind me all the things that like that what we didn't originally think were good. Like, hey, like, look how this turned out. Like, yeah. look how having to wait a year like that all worked because of him. Like mm-hmm. he definitely helps. Well, like I said, he helps me ground my ground my anxiety, and he helps me remember. Um, I mean, who our God is and what He's done in our lives. So, like for for me, that's what He does for me. And then I think for him, like I kind of help remind him, like if he comes home from work and he's annoyed, like, hey, like you know what, we're this is this is something that we've been blessed with. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just. I try and help him find the little positives in life, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, and remind him like, hey, like these are the little blessings that God's put in our life. Um, why don't we p- focus on those and not worry about the negative thing that happened at work? Because I know that's what you want to focus on right now. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, especially for people who love to plan, love to be in control, love to know what's coming, the best mm-hmm. like the best place to look for God's track record in your life is like, is your past and how he has Mm -hmm. shown up for you like over and over again, even in those times where it's like, 
yeah, it wasn't no, it was, it was just hold on and, Mm -hmm. and show like seeing how he has just continuously, how his plan has just always been better than anything we could have pictured or planned for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think that that's something because I'm a planner too. I feel like it's an all swimmers. We just, you know, we have to be planned. Like you, you have to, you have to be disciplined. You have to know, like, Structure. this is when I'm going to practice. Then this is class. And this is my 20 minutes to eat. And this is, you know, it's like, you yeah. have to have like your day planned, like the whole day. And mm-hmm. it's something that is, it's so ingrained in you. And to let that go in the big stuff is so hard. Yeah, no, definitely. It's something I'm still working through. Like, oh, I'm not yes. good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be a lifelong thing for anyone who's, who holds on to that really tightly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I want to hear a little bit more about this date that you almost missed out on <laughs> because you, the, because I feel like I got a pretty good idea of like how, even though you're still working through a lot in your marriage and yourselves, um, you know, and it seems like you guys are, you're a team and, and I love that. And I love that, you know, Catherine has friends that she can look to for examples in that, um, in marriage and thing and in those spaces. But I want to know like how this all happened. Like, I want to know what happened (laughs) on that date that changed, like the date you almost didn't go on turning into like a marriage and, and, uh, proposal and everything in less than three years. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, let's see. So, yeah, I went on the date. He he was a complete gentleman the whole time. Um, let's see what, I don't, I'm trying to think of anything like really significant happened. Like he just. But what he, made you, he, what made you go from like, yeah, I don't know to like, you know what? <laughs> I am going to yeah, like keep trying this out. I think, I don't know. I think it was just really his like selfless character that first mm. date. Mm-hmm. Um, from starting to like just opening the door for you, like so, some yeah. things that like are aren't as common you see nowadays. Like mm-hmm. just those little things that he would do that is like, oh wow, like you made me feel really special. From like the good morning text every like he was consistent. He did. I give him props. He did every morning. He never missed a, a missed a good morning text. Like he would make sure that I was doing well every single day. Um, he just really he devoted himself to me. And I think that's what really drew me to him is that like, I had never really had someone that pursued me that hard mm. and that wanted the kid, like wanted to know how I was doing also yeah. kind of mm. a thing. So yeah, I don't know. Just one day at a time. And finally it was like, okay, yeah, you know, like, I think you're the one you're pretty, you're pretty amazing. So <laughs> I, I might keep you around. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it is like, it is that pursuit. It's it's like you want you want to be wanted. Like you want to know mm-hmm. that. Like I want you. To want me. <laughs> you yeah. know that that is so big though, and yeah, and I love that that he made you feel like that because yeah. like, chivalry is not dead, y'all. Yeah, no. yeah, it's so important, guys out there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, that I I I love that you know, that you put it out there in that way. Cause I feel like that is that intention from the male uh, side, from that male perspective is like, yeah, it's not always there. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that has to do with a lot of growing up. I know in my personal like life, it, I've always made it a point to have that intention to like mm-hmm. not break down what like 
you know, Catherine's parents built up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's something my parents had taught me. And, and that's how it's, it it comes a long way, but that's kind of how it goes. I just thought of uh, what my mom always used to say when I was younger, because when I was a little kid, my mom used to say, you know, girls are flowers. And I was like, yeah, well, (laughs) dead flowers, you know, like, oh my God. (laughs) I was probably like five or six, but you know, you think about like the cootie time to like now where it's like, (laughs) you just set an intention and you treat somebody because you know that like that person, you know, is a gift, you know, no matter, no matter what it is, like they are a gift to somebody, you know, it doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. have to be you. Um, so yeah, I think having yeah, that intention is super important, but yeah, I just, I want to know what, uh, you know, as a woman of faith, what mm-hmm. kind of standards did you already set for yourself going into any relationships? Like, did you mm-hmm. already have set standards? Like he has to have, you know, uh, you know, a faith background or just, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever actually had like a specific list. Like there were definitely things that like I was kind of looking for that I knew I wanted. And then there were some things that as we were dating, it's like, okay, I didn't realize that I wanted this, but mm-hmm. because you have it, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, faith was definitely a big thing. I wanted to make sure that the person I was going to marry had, um, was grounded in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I always also went into the intention. Um, I was never going to, just date to date like I wanted to date with a purpose exactly so yeah that was definitely a big thing um what else what were some of the things that like you discovered about him that you were like oh I do like this this is something I actually need I definitely think like the cons like the simple text like just the Mm -hmm. simple like hey I was thinking about you today Mm -hmm. um just little things that like made me feel special so like he would also I mean he lived 40 minutes away so for him to make the effort every weekend when when we weren't say traveling for meets or anything like that Mm -hmm. that he would come Mm -hmm. made made me feel really special and then like even I remember one one swim meet we had there um he didn't think he would be able to make it because he had a work thing that he had to be at but the work schedule ended up working out like he he um he finished sooner than he would than he thought Mm -hmm. and so then he was able to come down to watch the meet and he brought flowers and it's like wow "Wow, you're tired Mm -hmm. i'm sure you didn't want to drive that 40 minutes plus with traffic because nashville is busy crazy Mm -hmm. yeah right it's so like for you to put all that effort in just to show that you that i mean something to you Mm -hmm. means a lot to me Mm -hmm. and let's just put it out there like he could have still said even being tired, he could have said, oh, yeah, I did work. Or he could have went home and just did whatever he wanted to. Or he could have been like, well, you know, I, that's far away. I don't have to work. Hey, guys, like, you know, hang out with the boys, whatever it may yeah. have been. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like he set that intention because he he made a commitment to you, you know, in that way that like, hey, if I if I can make it, I'm going to make it. And he, he was mm-hmm. a man of his word. And let yeah. that be a testament to all you guys out there and all you <laughs> ladies who are listening. <laughs> If your man says he was still working and he wasn't and couldn't even stop and get you flowers, mm. better reevaluate. Like Casey be an <laughs> yeah. example. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I really, um, I just, you know, it's so interesting because I know me and Catherine have been dating for coming up on a year. Actually, next week is going to be our year. And it just mm-hmm. feels like a lifetime that has happened 
and I'll give ourselves an applause. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's something that, for me, I have, you know, I set the intention a while ago, and I knew, like, if I needed to find the right person, or if I wanted to find the right person, or have God give me the right person, I needed to be the right person for the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I feel definitely. that's always a common theme. And it's such a simple thing that when it clicks, it clicks. And then you mm-hmm. realize like the work starts with you. Um, mm-hmm. And just to have that, you know, f- just to just to imagine like life on both sides, like you're coming from a totally different place than he was coming from. But yet somehow you crossed paths and you decided like, yeah, I am going to go on this date because I, I gave my word. I'm going to do it. And it's changed to a lifetime full of like what's going to happen. But but like within that what's going to happen, it has become such a beautiful story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that's to nice. to take away and appreciate. And yeah, I'm just thankful for you sharing that part of your life because. that whole time just getting married in that short amount of time dating knowing like this is the person I want to spend my life with and then all those unknowns can be a whirlwind Mm -hmm. for sure for Mm -hmm. anybody Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and last thing here what would be any words of encouragement or affirmation that you would give to someone who can relate to you relate in terms of this the season of waiting or just being being married to someone that is in in a position that can be scary or just you you really don't know what's going to be the next thing what would you say to them I think I would say like hey um remember remember where who God is remember like he he's in he's all around us he's 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 been with you from the beginning and he's already, he's already seen how everything's going to turn out. Like mm-hmm. he knows what's going to happen. So like have faith in that you're not okay. So you might be walking into this blindly and not knowing what's going to happen, but he isn't. So mm-hmm. like rely on him because he, he's going to be your rock. And then mm-hmm. just, I, I don't know, just remember again, like he doesn't, he doesn't give us anything that we can't, we can't handle just like with Job, like he never tested him to the point where like he couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. He made all of the challenges and all the struggles we face. He's equipped us to, to, um, to have, it's just whether we're, we're willing to -hmm. take that step and that leap of faith and trust him. Like, okay. Yeah. Like I trust that you're not going to let me go, that you've brought me here for a purpose and that you're going to be with me the whole, the whole time. Mm. Yeah. That's good. His purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and just coming on and being a breath of fresh air. It's I have, I always get excited when I get to meet one of Catherine's friends from her past and <laughs> <laughs> any someone who calls friends. me BK. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was, was going to say like I feel. I don't know. I don't. I Catherine's. Oh, an interest like I mean I, I know your name is Catherine but like I forget that that's actually I know name. I know because I don't know everyone who went to who everyone who went to Vandy even I think before Vandy like you're BK you're right. always gonna be BK right so I love it yeah. there's a there's a there's a little BK in there that's always gonna be there yeah well thank you so much again and this has been awesome and hopefully you know when things are better we can see and meet each other in person i'd love to meet you and casey and yeah just yeah pick your brains a little bit more yes yeah no definitely i would totally be down for that 
Yes. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. I I feel honored that you would you would want to talk to me and interview me. So. Absolutely. Oh well, you're amazing, and you're oh. you're such a strong woman, and always always know that. Like for real.